Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. More, please, please. Jewel has kept us entertained and blessed. Wow, let us pray. Father, thanks a million for this blessed opportunity to be in your presence. Speak to us in a way that will understand. Let your word have effect on our lives, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Let everybody under the sound of my voice be spoken to by your spirit in the name of Jesus. Amen. Wonderful. Please be seated. Hallelujah. Amen. If Jewel has changed, then, then you and I, we don't have a choice. Do you get it? And also, it's a sign that there's hope for us. Amen. But it's been wonderful watching this Jewel series and tune in next week for a brand new, a new, brand new series. Hallelujah. Amen. Great. I want to just um, continue on our study into backsliding. Uh, we looked at causes. Uh, we're going to look at symptoms. Um, we've looked at descriptions as well, but I just see a very small chapter in the book, which I want us to look at quickly tonight, and then we'll go to symptoms. Hallelujah. So today I want to talk about the psychology of backsliding, all right? The psychology of backsliding. The psychology of backsliding deals with the way backsliders think, all right? It deals with the attitudes of defecting Christians, hallelujah. You see, the Bible says that guard your heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life. Proverbs 4, 23. So the Bible says we should watch our hearts with all diligence because out of it come the issues of life. And backsliding is one of the issues of life. And backsliding is also a thing of the heart. Hallelujah. It's something that happens to a person's heart that makes the person behave in the way they behave. Alright? So here Bishop says that Backsliding is one of the issues of life. The issue of backsliding comes from the heart. A thought becomes a thought in the heart becomes an attitude, and an attitude becomes an action, and these actions become behavior patterns. Hallelujah. So you just get a thought in your heart, then that thought degenerates into an, an attitude. Then it becomes an action. Then it becomes your, the way you behave. Hallelujah. So when you see people who are backsliding, or people who are backsliding, it starts with a thought that goes in their hearts. So looking at this psychology, or the way they think, or the attitude of backsliders, will even begin to reveal to us if we are backsliding. Hallelujah. And, and of course... All of us have backslidden or backslide one way or another in our Christian walk. 
You see, when we say you are backsliding, basically it's like when you are falling short of what God wants you to be. When you fall short of your level. When you, and from time to time, we fall short in prayer. We fall short in reading the word. We fall short in all the things we do as Christians. We fall short in our giving. We fall short in our faithfulness from time to time. But people who backslide completely, they have this attitude or these thoughts going through their minds that control the way they behave. Hallelujah. I want to look at just a few of them quickly today and then we will go home. Amen. The first one, attitude number one. Okay? Attitude number one is that I am not alone. Others are backsliding too. Amen. This heater is never turned on. It's more like a security artifact than. Hallelujah. Great. So, say amen. amen. What, what did I say before I said what I said? I am not alone. Others, others are backsliding too. I am not alone. Many church defectors or many backsliders have this mind that they are not alone. They are not the only people backsliding. Other people are backsliding too. And life is usually like that. When you are doing something wrong, you look out for people who are also doing the same to take solace or comfort in it. So when you write an exam and you don't pass, then you you look for those who also didn't pass. So this year the matric was very hard. A lot of people didn't pass. Then you just mellow like that. You just take comfort in it. Because that is happening, you just take comfort. Brother, the word of God is quick and powerful. So just lock it and let's flow. Amen. Say another amen. amen. You take solace in the fact that other people are doing it. Other people are doing it. We, we backsliders tend to think that, or, or let me say, Christians tend to think that it's whatever we are doing is Christianity is a communal uh, 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 practice, like all of us. All of us. Do you get it? So many people in the church who are not living right have a thought that other people are also, oh, they, I'm not the only one who's doing that. But the Bible says that we will come before God alone. Let me read to you. Galatians 6 verse 5. It says, every man shall bear his own burden. We, we, Christianity is not a group walk. It's an individual walk with God. It's an individual walk. Husband and wife, when, when we come to meet God, Bible says, we shall all appear before the judgment seat of God. And every man will receive according as he has done in his body. So we will come one by one. They won't say, all the Harleys come. Then they judge us in bulk. No, 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 no. It will be Daniel Harley, um, Delali Harley, Shondag Harley, then Dave Harley. One by one, everybody will come and meet God. Hallelujah. But backsliders always, oh, I'm not the only one. They take solace and strength in numbers. Oh, about five of us have left the church. About seven of us are sinning. About this or that. So then it's like, oh, we are okay. But that is what leads to it. So everybody, oh, but everybody is, everybody, everybody, a lot of people don't pay their tithe. When God is judging, he will judge us individually. 
The fact that your neighbor is also not paying his tithe doesn't mean that when God comes, he will say, oh, okay, it, I mean, look, paying of tithe, you know, God will understand. A lot of people, a lot of people couldn't do it. So, um, I mean, God, now you know, times were very hard. No. God will judge us one by one, individually. Hallelujah. Let me read a little more from the book. I have noticed that one of the things we do is to find out who else is in our condition or in a condition similar to ours. And when we get involved in something, we also try to take others with us. Yeah. When people are back, like they try to take people with them because it's like, and I have, the more we have, the better, the more. So it's almost like, it's almost like saying that if we are more, then it's okay. It's okay if we are more. It's okay if we have numbers. It's okay if we are, there are four of us. It's okay if there are seven of us. Famous seven or fantastic five. Like that. Yeah, if we are, if we are, if we have numbers, oh, it's me and my household, all of us. Oh, it's not only us, it's just, it's me, my neighbor, my friend, then we are okay. But it's not okay when it comes to God. When it comes to God, it's not okay. All the children of Israel were against Moses. But when God came, Moses was right and the masses were wrong. The fact that there are many people doesn't mean that it is right. I say it again. The fact that there are many people doesn't make it right. Wrong is still wrong. Wrong is still wrong. Hallelujah. Wrong is still wrong. There can be, out of a group of a hundred people, there can be 90 people. Look, when Moses sent Joshua and Caleb and the 12 spies to go and spy the land, when they came, 10 of the spies said, it's not possible. There are giants there. It's a dangerous place. Two of the people said, we can make it. If God is on our side, we can make it. And the two were right. The two. Moses could have been swayed that, oh, there are ten. Oh, look, I sent twelve. I mean, let's, let's do, I mean, if it's a survey you are doing, and twelve out, ten out of twelve say that it's a dangerous place. I mean, it's a dangerous place. It must be because, I mean, all these 10 people cannot be lying. All these 10 people cannot be wrong. All these 10 people. But Joshua and Caleb, they were right. They said we can make. They were the minority. But they were, sometimes even we look, oh, you see such, maybe somebody who's senior or somebody who's prominent is also doing the same thing. So then it is right. It, it doesn't make it right. When you stand before God, it will be you. It won't be you and that person. It will be you alone. It will be you alone. And backsliders have this thought going on in their mind that no, no, no. You know, it's everybody. Everybody's drinking a little. You know, oh, pastor, now the world has changed. Everybody is drinking a little. Everybody is drinking. I'm not the only one. Everybody is fornicating a little. Oh, but if I know this, and sometimes even your suspicions are not true. Yeah. Sometimes there's a special. The fact that all of us are smiling doesn't mean all of us are drunk. The fact that all of us have shiny eyes doesn't mean that all of us are drunk. Some of us is just a reflection from the light. So you see, when I saw them, they all there, you know, all of them, their eyes were shiny. They look very tipsy. Everybody's eyes was glistering. 
shining, shining and glittering means glistering. It's like extra color with oil and everything on it. So it was glistering. Yeah. It doesn't mean the same. It doesn't mean, oh, no. Sometimes we see other, oh, I see this person, the way he's moving, the way she dresses, this is, it, 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 it may not be true. You will be very surprised that it's not true. You see, as for South Africa, I mean, everybody, there are no virgins in South Africa. Nobody is keeping themselves pure. You'll be surprised. Some people are keeping themselves pure. Some people are keeping themselves pure. Some people are keeping themselves pure. You perhaps are the only one who's not keeping himself pure. Don't be deceived that everybody is sleeping around. Yeah, recently, a brother, a brother asked me. He said uh, he, it was his birthday. It was a week or so after his birthday. Then he said I've turned this number of years and, and I'm a virgin and I want to and my friends make me feel whatever. Something. I don't know that question type of thing. And I just wanted to find out what you think. I said wow. Meanwhile this person, if you see the person in real life you will never believe that. You will think that he is the, um, I mean, he is the master. He is the champion. He's, you will think he's the pornographer. So you look at him and say that, oh, this guy, this is a pornographic young man. So all the young men are pornographic. Who told you? You may be the only one. You, you, you will be surprised you are the only one. You will be surprised that you are the only one. Yeah. Some people think that, oh, everybody is sitting at home criticizing the church. They just cannot say it when they see the pastor. You'll be surprised you are the only one. You wait and see. You give it time. You will find out at the end that you are the only one. Yeah. It's just you and the person you have been speaking to. You are the only people. You will be shocked. Oh, but for me, as for me, I know. I, I, I mean, when I'm around, I hear this. As for me, I know. Oh, all the people in the church, they are angry with the church. They, you'll be shocked. You wait till you are shocked. You are, we are watching you. It's just a matter of time. One day you will realize that you were the only one. Sometimes some people even just, you see, some people are non-confrontational, which is also a problem, but they are non-confrontational. So when they hear you talking foolishly, they don't want to pick up a fight with you, you know? So they just, eh, oh, it doesn't mean, I know, I know a guy who has been deceived by, eh, oh, and he has jumped into the sea, a shark is about to eat him. <laughs> yeah, it's like, eh, oh, don't be deceived by, eh, oh. Sometimes some people don't just, they, they, do, they just don't want to have a confrontation with you. Yeah, they don't want to have a confrontation with you. Let's now fight. Let's fight with who's right. No, there's no need because sometimes your opinion is of no consequence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, a dog that has been castrated, when it's barking, nobody cares. It's big. It's a giant. It looks very, very healthy. But when it's barking, nobody cares. So when you see this castrated bulldog barking all over the place, whoa, 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 whoa. And nobody is stopping it. You may think that people agree with the back, but they don't care. It doesn't make any Sometimes your opinion is of no consequence. That's why people don't tell you. Sometimes
church also is a, is a, like I told you on Sunday when I talked about truth. Sometimes you have an attitude, so people don't tell you the truth. They just, eh, okay, let's go on, let's go. Oh, eh, oh, tell your neighbor, eh, oh. Yeah, eh, oh, doesn't mean that. A lot of wives tell their husbands, eh, oh, it doesn't mean they agree with them. Eh, oh. <laughs> Eh, oh, that's it. Don't think that everybody is doing that. And even if everybody is doing it, it doesn't mean that it's right. It doesn't make it right at all. So one day you appear in heaven and you realize that apart from Noah, you are the only drunkard who is coming. Yeah, apart from Noah, you are the only one. Yeah, you are the only one. You are the only one. And Noah has saved the whole human race. So maybe God look at the saving of the whole human race and say, as for Noah, I'll make an exception. When it gets to you, you have not saved Peter Marisbeck. You see that there's something in this world. Yeah, well. I said, Noah, he saved the whole human race. So if he has drunk a little, then you are trying. Noah is your role model. (laughs) So it's me and Noah. Yo, we are watching you. <laughs> eh, oh. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, eh, oh. <laughs> Look, let's not deceive ourselves. Christianity is an individual race. It's, 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 like I said, it's not even husband and wife. It's not even brother, me and siblings. No. It's individual. But every man must bear his own burden. Bear your own bed. So one day you will stand before Christ alone. Don't, 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 don't be comfortable. Don't go into a thought. Oh, everybody is doing. Everybody is Samuel. So it's okay to be Samuel. Even if, then I'm saying, even if your assessment is true and everybody is Samuel, being Samuel is still not a good thing. It's not a good thing. Ask Joel. She will tell you. <laughs> Being Samuel is not a good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see Jewel and the other girl who didn't change the Samuelness. She lost the beloved. But Jewel, she listened to the message quickly that you will stand alone. And she changed. You see her now, Basenta leader. <laughs> Basenta with 32, Basen 32 people. Yeah, Basenta leader. Hallelujah. So let us, let us, and I'm saying that, you see, when a thought comes into your mind, if you don't deal with it in your mind, it becomes an attitude. And when that attitude is formed, it now affects your actions. And your actions gradually become a behavioral pattern. Your lifestyle, when we say behavioral pattern, basically what we mean, your lifestyle. Yeah. Even as we have gone through our shakings, you will see that certain thoughts that some people have had has influenced their way of life. So it's almost like they can't shake it off anymore. Yeah, it's, it's a struggle to shake it off. It's like an anaconda has wrapped around, they can't shake it off. Yeah, it's a, it has hugged them. Like Prophet was saying this morning, it has given them a hug. Yeah. Yeah, just a hug, so you can't shake it off. 
If there's any thought in your mind right now that is evil, shake it off now. Before it becomes an attitude. Yeah. Before it becomes an When it becomes an attitude, it, it will by all means influence your actions. Number two. The second attitude or mindset of, of backsliders is, I have a lot of time. Christ is not really coming soon. Pastor Zos, I have a lot of time. Christ is not coming soon. Many of us feel that Christ is coming, but he's going to come 500 years time. Oh, Jesus is coming, but he's going to come 50,000 years time. Not, not now. Not in our lifetime. Not in our lifetime. Christ is, but look, Jesus Christ is coming soon. Christ is going to come like a thief. Let me read the scripture to you. There's a scripture here. First Thessalonians 5, 2 and 3 says, The day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. For when they shall say, Peace and safety, then suddenly destruction cometh upon them, as travail cometh upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. It says, The coming of the Lord, Jesus is going to come like a thief at night. A thief at night. It means you you you, you don't know when they will come, and because you don't know when they will come, that's why we lock the door. Anytime we are going to sleep, you lock the door. I hear there are some of you who don't lock the door in your house. After church, I'm coming for you. Every day, your landlord is crying with you to lock the door. You don't lock the door because the things in the house don't belong to you. When you buy things in there, you start locking them. Yeah. If the thieves come and they steal your lobola money, you start locking the door. Yeah. If I'm the owner one of these days, I'll lock you outside. Then you will understand what it means to lock the door. If I come again, the door is not locked. No problem. Once I enter the house, I lock the door. I don't open again. Because if I open it, you won't lock it. That's all. Yeah. But we all lock the door. Because we, we, we expect that the thief can come that night. Thief can come anytime you are not ready. And we, when we lock it, we hope that they don't come. That's how the coming of Christ is going to be. Like a thief at night. Nobody will be expecting. Christ can come tonight. Christ can come before I finish preaching. Christ can come by tomorrow. Don't be deceived. Oh, I have a lot of time. Let me fool around. Let me do what I like. Let me, oh, let me do, let me do. When I'm left with the last minute, then I will, I will, I will repent. I'll be like the thief on the cross. Since we are talking about thieves, I'll be like the thief on the cross. Then when I'm on the cross, then I will repent. Then I'll go to heaven. How many thieves do you think will be in heaven? In heaven is only one thief. <laughs> Which is this thief? <laughs> Look, Jesus is coming soon, church members. Brothers, beloveds in Christ. Jesus is coming. This is a real, it's not like something that Christians have cooked up to frighten the world. Jesus is really coming soon. He says, he will come like the way labor 
comes on a woman. When a woman is pregnant and her time is due, she'll be moving around normally, everything like nothing. And then suddenly, booyah! A pain will hit her, no baby is coming. Yeah, baby is coming. If they could tell the time the baby will come, like if today is the day that the baby can do, carry their bag, then they go to St. Anne's. Ready, let baby come. No. That's why they even tell them, when you get to a certain stage, have your bag ready, packed. Let it be in the car all the time. Let everybody know what the emergency protocol is. At least have some close people. If it's... If it's, if it's <laughs> If it's one year anniversary. <laughs> if it's one year anniversary, have your backpack ready. Make sure that spa knows where it is. Make sure that everybody knows. Where, so as soon as you put some people on speed down, as soon as it kicks in, booyah, you click speed down, then we all start moving. Let's go. We all know what we are supposed to do. Step one is this. Step two is this. Step three. I remember when we had that the camp at uh, uh, Wat Hawk or, or some place like that. Watford, some place. Bed. Eh, what's the name of the place? Watbeck. So why are you letting me make it Wat Talk, Watford, Wat God, Watbeck? Something like that. When we had the camp, that was the time Zama was pregnant, like from here to Bulwa. Long pregnancy like that. Sometimes all of us have to carry the pregnancy and move it around with her. Look, we had all her things ready just in case. As soon as something we are ready to move, we all know what to do. Hey, every time when we they make a window and I start, I look at her. Hey, are you still pregnant? Yes. Okay. Let's go on. Because you don't know when it will come. It's the same way that the coming of Christ will be like, unexpectedly, unexpectedly. We don't have forever. Church of God, we don't have forever. The earlier we start living right, the better for us. We don't have forever. Look, the coming, no matter how prepared you are, the coming of Christ will surprise you. The coming of Christ will surprise you. Bible says, when Jesus, there'll be two people grinding at the mill, then one will be taken out. It means, if you knew Jesus was coming on that day, you won't go grinding. Don't go grind. What are you grinding for? If Jesus is coming, if you knew, if Jesus was to send you a WhatsApp that I'm coming tomorrow at 12 o'clock, you won't wake up tomorrow morning and go grinding. I'm, grinding means you go to the grind. You go to work. They were working. Busy laboring at the museum. Busy laboring at, laboring at Cocta. Busy laboring at uh, 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 um, Sasa. Your boss said, just said, look, let's take a tea break. As soon as they take the tea break, boom. Jesus will arrive. Can you imagine? Yeah, you are in a taxi. Then boom, Jesus arrives. If you are not ready and the taxi driver is ready, mercy for you. Yeah, if you are not ready and the taxi driver is ready, he's gone. You will go to hell with a broken leg. imagine. I mean, I mean, it's a good example. If Lungani is your Uber driver, he's driving you around, then Jesus can, boom, he's gone. And the car is on the freeway. It's still going. It's still moving. 120. And that guy likes to, you know, when I talked about the law-abiding citizens on Sunday, you know he was around. 
So I couldn't say it with confidence. Yeah. yeah. I, had, I had to put a disclaimer at the end because I didn't want a problem. Can you imagine? That's how it will be like. Susie, you are busy doing somebody's hair. So I'm going to a wedding. I just boom, then Christ has come. Imagine, I don't know if you have had a stage where somebody is doing their hair, then they let light, the, the load shedding, then there's load shedding, boom. Then one side is down, one side is light. It's a hey. See that there's something in this world. At least with the ladies, they can catch it together and put a wig on it. Imagine a man, they have cut only here, then this side. Hey. <laughs> no, but even you, you are fine because it's a star. Your, you, yours is complete. I mean, your own is complete. I'm talking about we will have some. So it has to be shaped nicely for it to work. You know when you don't have any, like God's shape is already there. And nobody can make it more perfect like how God has made it. Do you see? But we who are trying to... Do you see? So they faded this side though. So when people look at you from this side, you look like Pastor Zolile. But when they look at you from this side, you look like Sister Unati. <laughs> Put your hands together for Jesus, please. <laughs> but that is how the coming of Jesus will be like. Church of God, we are laughing, we are happy, we are ex- I'm excited that we are excited, but that's how the coming of Jesus will be like. Jesus will come like a thief at night. We must always be prepared. We must, we must prepare like Jesus is coming tonight. Before I sleep every night, I pray for forgiveness of sins. Yeah. Even if we have done flow prayer. You know the, what Bishop was saying today? That we will confess our sins uh, until in the confession, you, you even tell a lie in the confession. Yeah, that we have confessed. Ah, then I say, I confess for the sin I committed when I was on the rocket. Meanwhile, you have not been on a rocket before. Then the angel will say, Brother, brother, you have not been on a rocket before. So I confess for that sin also, the sin of lying. <laughs> yeah, no matter what it is, before I close my eyes to sleep, even if I sleep by mistake, because when I'm coming, I'm beginning to fall asleep. I know it. I know it. Just in case, if I go into the night and the morning comes and we are at heaven's gate, at least may the blood wash me. Hey, I pray for forgiveness of sin for for my wife, for my children before I fall asleep. Every single night. Yeah. Every single night. If I make a mistake and I fall asleep, I know if I wake up in the night, I pray for forgiveness. Hey. You don't know when Jesus will come. And I'm telling you that Jesus' coming is a reality. It's not an imagination. It's not, it's not a, a church. I don't know how to put it in Zulu. But it's not like a church idea. That has been put together so that when you come to that, so that you behave properly. No. It's a reality. And it's coming soon. Attitude number three. Jesus will come like a thief or Charlie. Many of us, when a thief comes, we are usually surprised. Yeah. I don't know. I have had thieves come to my house before. I don't know if there's anybody here who has had thieves come to you. But you, we are always surprised. 
Yeah, we were so shocked. That day, I remember exactly the time I even went to sleep. It was, it, I went to sleep after 1.30. Why? I had a guy who was living with me and he had moved out. So that day, he came to the house. He had moved out maybe like two weeks, a month maximum. So he still had one or two things in the house. What, what do I mean by he still had one or two things? I mean, there are some things in the house he thinks is for him or I think it's for me. It's, it's unsettled. We don't know who it is for. You know, maybe he went out, he bought a glass, he brought it to the house. So he came back. He came back, had supper with us, everything, took a thing, uh, to, and uh, he, he needed a heater, something like that. Came to pick, because as far as he's concerned, that's his house. So if he doesn't have anything in his new house, he just, he just remembered that there's some in my old house. <laughs> there's some in my father's house, I'm going for it. Yeah. So, and then we had a visitor that day from Botswana. International visitor visiting us from Botswana. And this visitor was sleeping in the, the, other, the tenant, his room. So he came also to fellowship with the guy and everything. When he was leaving, when we went out of the house, it was one. And we stood outside, we talked. Ah. When it was one, ten, we did what we usually do outside here, in front of my house. So when it was one thirty, then I said, hey, brother, you will go to work tomorrow. Because he works very far. So I said, you will go to work tomorrow. I don't want you to be sleeping whilst you are driving. So go home. Then we said our goodbyes, which also took like some 10, 15 minutes. After the caution, then he went. Then we went. 4.30. We locked the door, everything. Then we went to sleep. 4.30. When we came, just coming to the living room. Thieves had been in and out of the house. Our back door was open. Yeah, we were so sad. We couldn't believe it. We were shocked. That's how the coming of Jesus. Laptop is sitting here. Mobile phone is sitting here. This is here. I mean, if you know a thief is coming, you put some things at places that you even sleep on some of the things. Yeah, you put all your things. I mean, yeah, I know a brother. He was living with his two brothers. Anytime he goes home, he has money. He'll put all his things in his pocket. So he'll wear pants and he'll put everything in it. Then he'll wear another pants on it. You see, so like the way I'm dressed, all my things are in my Then he'll wear another pants on it and tie it, put a belt, everything. No, I know the brother and you know the brother, I'm telling you. You, uh, look, he could be here, he could also not be here. But if he was here, he would have confirmed it. But if he's not here also, he can't confirm it. Where all the things? Yeah. I'm telling you. And sleep because if he doesn't do that, he can be robbed in his, in his bed. Robbed. His own brothers. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm telling you. One day, he took my car to his house. When he woke up the next day, the battery on the car was gone. There has been no breaking. <laughs> like thieves had stolen the battery of the car. But nobody had broken into the car. And the key was with him. Magic. So when he woke up, he tried to spark the car. The car won't spark. Ah, 
He didn't know why. <laughs> when he opened the bonnet, dololo. <laughs> There's one more story, but it's very sensitive. I can't tell you today. Come next week, I'll tell you. Yeah, but that is how Jesus will come. Like a thief. Like a thief. Hallelujah. Number three. Third attitude. This is how backsliders think. There's a lot, there's a shortcut to everything, including going to heaven. There's a shortcut to everything, including going to heaven. Backsliders think that there's a shortcut to everything. So when it comes to God also, there's a shortcut to going to heaven. But look, church of God, there's nothing like that. All shortcuts in life always lead to problems. We see these people who live fast, back, 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 quick move. They always end up in trouble. They may, they, may, they may win with this one, win with this one, but eventually it catches up with them. Bishop said on Sunday that lies have short legs. So when you tell a lie, it looks like your legs are longer, so you are going ahead and so you have left it behind. Eventually it will catch up with you. It will catch up with you. When it comes to God, you can't trick God. I mean, think about it. Can you trick God? Can we trick God? Bishop tells a story in the book where when he was in um, high school, one day, he, 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 didn't want to, he, was, he didn't want to do house chores. When boarding school, the juniors do the cleaning and the scrubbing and everything. So, he didn't want to do all these things. So he got a doctor's slip that excused him from house duty for four days. So when he came, he was going to present the slip. Then he met his friend. Then he shared it with his friend that, look, I have excused duty for four days. I won't do house chores. And he was happy. Then the friend told him that, ah, do you know something? You can extend this four day excuse plan 14 days and he said how so you just put a one behind the four and it becomes 14 instead of four you have 14 and he thought about it 14 days to relax wow I have hit the jackpot so he put the one behind it and he came with a slip and he presented it to the seniors. So, he was just moving coolly. Little did he know, this his same friend had gone to tell the seniors that this guy with the 14 days is a forgery. A, he said that's the time he met his first Judas. It was a forgery. He lost the four, the four days. They withdrew it. He lost the four days. They gave him the most difficult work to do. And these seniors are really wicked. Look, very, very wicked guys. Yeah, when I was in boarding school, I think first year or something like that. Look, there was this soap 
this soap, this carbolic soap called Risto. Do you see? You see like this toilet soap. That's what we used to bath. Okay? Bathing soap. Then there's that, the one they used to wash. Like sunlight, the green one. Uh-huh. But this one was called Risto. Now this Risto, I don't know who invented it. But it's one of the hardest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's the, yes. She knows it. She used to sell some. It's, the, it's one of the hardest cakes of soap you can have. Look, you can, use, and it's for washing. You can use it for the whole term. Four months, three months, it will never finish. You just put it, then you, so one day, I'm telling you, shortcuts. One day, I, I don't remember what I did, but one senior, he, 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 I don't know, but he was going to punish me. Then he asked me, he gave me the Risto. He took the Risto from my box. And he gave it to me that I should go and bath all of it. Yeah. <laughs> I should bat with it for it to finish. So I went to stand under the shower. So it's like the water is coming. You'll be batting it. So the best way to bat it is through your hair. Because you just do a This Risto was not finishing. So, I mean, I look, I bat for like, and with cold water, not even with warm water. No cold water. In the night. By the sea. I mean, my school was at a beachfront. So just that's the beach, that's the school. So it's like all the breezes come. It's not like the beaches over there. I mean, the beach is in the school. Yeah, that's the school gate, that's the street, then that's the beach. So in that time of the night, then I was batting, batting. So at the point, I came up with a strategy. Somebody say strategy. I came up with a shortcut. I saw that, okay. After every like 20 minutes, he comes to check how it is going. So I took a plan. And I took this risto. And you see the floor of the bathroom. You, you, I'm experienced. <laughs> the floor. So I, I grabbed the soap on the floor. Like that, like that, like that, like that. Till the soap became small. You know when it's small now you can't. Like you've used a grater. So now you can't. So it's left with only small. Then I, I was just there. So when he came. He look at this. So, oh, you have finished it. Oh, good, 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 good. All right. Dry up yourself and go and sleep. So I just washed whatever was left dry and then I went to sleep. I was sleeping. I don't, I don't think I got very far. I just entered onto the entry. <laughs> heading towards Deban. But I didn't reach Kampa down or anywhere in the sleep. Then I heard somebody shouting, Hey! I knew it was me. <laughs> then I heard my name. Look, there are times you wish you can hear your name, but that day, I regretted hearing my name. I heard my name. Daniel Holly! Oh, I knew that I was finished. Not knowing he was there. Then I think it didn't add up to him. 
How possible? I mean, it's not sunlight. It's Risto. So he went back to the bathroom. Then he saw the marks. Then he came to call me. Then he opened my box. Then he took out all the Risto. <laughs> from my box. Then he put it on there. He came to put it in the, in the bathroom on the things like it. Plan one, two, three, like that is there. Start again. So when you finish this one, you go to the, look. I battled the morning. I from like twelve midnight till the morning. I was sick the whole week. Just trying to do a shortcut. <laughs> look, I battled. It's not finishing, and now you can't scrap it anywhere. So you think you are taking a shortcut with God. It's just going to land you in more problems. Put your hands together for the Lord. Number four. Number four. God loves me too much to punish me. Many people who are living in sin have this thought. Oh, God loves me too much to punish me. After all, is it not God? Does the Bible not say, for God so loved the world? God, the greatest person, loved the greatest number of people. Many of us, we can only love maybe one, two, three, four, five people. But he loved the whole world. Can you imagine? Seven billion people. Love all of them. That's the greatest love. When we look at it, we say, oh no, God loves us too much. Too much. To punish us. Many people think that God, because God loves us, he will not punish us. They can't believe that. A lot of unbelievers tell you that, no, 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 no. God will never create a place called hell and send people there. If God, my, a lot of my friends have asked me, if God really loves us, will he, will he send people to hell? God must be very wicked to send people to hell. Yeah. So God loves me too much. God loves me too much to punish me. You wait and see. God is like a... It's true. God loves you too much. And he loves you so much. God really loves us. Bible says he loves us so much. He, he gave his only son to die for us. That whosoever believes should not perish but have everlasting life. But God is like a coin. God is like a coin. One side of God is love. It's love. So anytime you are looking at it, you see, oh, love, love, because you are looking at this side of the coin. Love, love. And we are in the dispensation of love. It doesn't mean that God will not come to judge us. When the tables turn around, when God flips the other side, there's a time God is going to come into this world. He's going to come as a judge. And he's going to bring judgment. At that point, there will be no more love. There will be no more love. No more mercy, no more love. It will just be judgment. It will just be judgment. So, uh, God loves me. Sometimes we are not afraid of God. Sometimes we are not afraid of God. We have to be afraid of God. We have to be afraid of God. I think 1 Corinthians 7, 1. The Bible says, Therefore having these promises... Let us lay aside all filthiness of the flesh and of the spirit. Perfecting holiness in the fear of God. F- find it for us, please. I think 7-1. You 
He says, I think it's seven because six at the end, it talks that touch not the unclean thing and come, I'll receive you. I'll be a father to you. Then seven one, he says, having now, hey, no, then says, fine, you find it. Or second Corinthians, one of them, you find it. Having therefore these promises, dearly beloved, second Corinthians, seven one. Having therefore these promises, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and of the spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. You must be afraid of God. Backsliders don't fear God because they, 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 they count on the love of God. Oh, I'm making these mistakes, but you know, God loves me so much, He will not hold it against me. He says, God is a consuming fire. The same Bible that says that God is love, that same Bible says that God is a consuming fire. We must be afraid of God. Many people are not afraid. When I watch around, I say, many people don't fear God. Many people don't fear God. Yeah, many people. Look, today Bishop was saying that when he was taking communion, he said people take the communion, um, what, what was what's the word? Unworthily. Because of that, many are sick, many are weak, and many are dead. You see, he says, because they didn't discern the body, the body of Christ. That like when you are taking the communion, you have to believe that it's the body. It's not, it's not biscuit. It was biscuit when you were bringing it. It's not juice. It's not wine. It was juice and wine when you were bringing it. But once we pray over it, that's why once we pray over it, we make sure that we eat all. Because you, don't, you can't take the blood of Jesus and go and throw it in the sink. You can't do that. So he said, because they didn't descend that it's the body of Christ, many of the people who have taken it unworthily, they are weak. It has produced in them weakness, sickness, and even death. And he said that. So when it comes to the body of Christ, you should be careful. Communion, the church, you should be very careful. And surprising, when I went to see Bishop John last week, it's the same thing he said. Same thing he said. Look, when, it, when you fight the body of Christ, God is about to destroy you. That's what he said to me. That's what he said to me. The body of Christ. Fight anything. Fight the body. Hey. Many people don't fear God. No, many people don't fear God. Look, you must learn to just keep quiet and move on. Yeah. And even cleanse your heart of every evil thought. Yeah. Sometimes some things don't concern you just so that I don't have any bad thought. I don't even want to see it. I don't want to see it so that I can even, so that even some bad thought will go through my mind. No, no. Yeah. Sometimes it's not only even I mean, some are, some are very bold. There's another word, but it's not coming. No, not that one. Do you get it? Some are very bold, very, very lawless and governed that they will say things. But some of us don't say things. We think things. Fight against those thoughts. Prevent them. Especially when it has to do with the body of Christ. 
flee. Or else when God himself, his anger comes down. Many people, they say, oh, God loves me. Yes, God loves us. Look, God loves us so much that it's even unbelievable. As for that one, I know. And I agree. But, let's not misuse the love. That though, because of, God is love. God is also just. Just means that God loves justice. God is, if you do this, you get this. (laughs) God loves justice. If you do this, such as a man soweth, so shall he reap. That's God. What you sow, you reap. What you sow, you reap. That's why we always pray for mercy. Mercy is saying that, look, what must come to me, the evil that must come to me, God, please, I beg you, don't let it come to me. That's, that's, that's why we pray for forgiveness of sin. So pray for mercy. Because, all that, because God is just. If you give him one, you will get one. As for that one, definitely. So it's the prayer for mercy that comes to cancel that thing. Yeah. Number five, as we close. I close with this one. It says, I have more time. I am not going to die soon. I have more time. People think that because they are young, they still have a lot of time. They also think they have enough time for their lives ahead of them to sort things out with God. So I have forever, I have some time, I'm young. I'm not dying now. Look, as I've been a pastor for years, I've buried so many people. Most of the people I've buried are young people. As a pastor, I don't know. Me, I, other pastors may have buried a lot of old people, but most of the people I've buried are young people. Feeling buried and born babies, stillborn babies. Yeah. Young people. Old people die. Young people die. Rich people die. Poor people die. Ladies die. Men die. I hear that most wives think their husbands will die first. If you don't believe it, just tell your wife that you, are, you want to sell the house and the land. You will see, she will say, hey, and when you die, where will the children and myself live? That, that's their standard response. What will happen to me and the children when you die? That's their standard response. <laughs> you are not expecting that. Eh? <laughs> Booyah. <laughs> when you die... <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, I didn't know I was going to get you like that. I didn't know. Zolili, when you die, what me what will me and the children do? Look, some wives die before their husbands. <laughs> and some husbands die before their wives. But basically, my point is that we don't have forever. My prayer, like Bishop has been prophesying, that we'll cross 70 with ease. It's my prayer too, that we'll cross 70 with ease. That even some of us will cross 80 with ease, 90 with ease, 100 with ease. One, one, one day, my, my son, my son, I don't know which of them, I think both of them, but one of them, he said to me that, he asked me, Daddy, would you like to be 100 years old? 
I said, oh, 100. That's a little too much. Oh, you are pushing it too much. Then, then I asked why. He said, oh, you have to be 100 years old. So I asked why. He said, oh, so that by the time you are 100, I'm also uh, 75, 80 something. So we can be old men together. <laughs> He said to me, so that we can be old men together, we'll be sitting down, then we'll be watching, we'll be watching his grandchildren. <laughs> so that we can sit outside, be drinking tea together, then we'll be watching my grandchildren. That's what he said to me. We have all these fantasies, these ideas, but listen, church of God, look, children die, young men die, teenagers die, old men die, people, people in their 20s die, teens and what? Twins. Twins are people who are in their 20s. Twins and teens. Wow. I said, a lot of the people I've buried. I buried one guy. He was going to write matric. Yeah. One day I said to him, you are writing matric. Don't be moving around. On Saturday, stay at home and study. We will do follow-up from 4 o'clock. So spend, when you wake up in the morning, spend most of the time studying. So that when you take a bath around three, you just come for us to do follow-up. I was sitting in my house one Saturday when I heard he had been shot. This, this was a, just about a month, less than a month after I told him, don't be moving around on Saturdays. He went to somebody's shop to go and sit there with the person. He said, sit at my shop, I'm coming. Then the person went, then thieves came in and he came to shoot him. Yeah. That day I was, I was flying out. I had to cancel the flight when I heard here and rushed to the hospital. Young man. Young man. Yeah. Young man. So we don't have forever. We are not too young. You are not too young. I mean, we, I mean my prayer is that nobody dies before their time. But listen, treat every day like it's your last day. Treat every single day like it's your last day. If you wake up tomorrow, glory be to God. It's another day. God gave you a chance to see another day. Don't think we are wrong forever. Church of God. This is how backsliders think. This is how backsliders think. The Bible says that since you don't know when you will die, prepare to meet your God. Every day prepare to meet your God because you don't know when you will die. You don't know when Jesus is coming. This is the, because of the absence of this thought in the minds of many people. That's why they take their Christian life for granted. And that's why many people end up backstanding. My prayer is that we will take our salvation seriously. We will take our Christian work personally so that this thing doesn't happen to us. Guide your, guard your thoughts. Guard everything that goes into your mind so that it doesn't seep into your heart and become a bad attitude in you. May only good things Go into your mind to sip into your heart. That your attitude, your behavior will always be good.
Hallelujah. Stand to your feet. Let's bring this service to a close. Lift your hands and pray wherever you are. Just pray for yourself right now. And say, Lord, help me. Renew my mind. Let me always have you in front and you in my sight. That I will not go astray. I will not allow thoughts to come into my mind. That will lead me astray, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Lift your hands wherever you are. Just pray for yourself right now. For just a minute or two as we round up this service. Just pray for yourself quickly. Lord, help me. Help me. Help me. Let me always be in a state of preparedness. Preparedness to meet you, Lord. Preparedness to meet you, O God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Help me, O God. 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 Ma tomase koli pakala. Le padosi pakolaba. Rapato talemo. Ske paloba. Mintolobo. Skimota. 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 Lempapapa. Brandolobo. Skemandolaba. Lempandoloboso. Bendolobobo. Brondibrala. 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 Lempapopa. Bentobade. Lempapopa. Brendolobo. Help me, Lord. Help me, O God. Help me, O God. Help me, O God. Help me, O God. Masiko labakatosi maya. Rapapapa. Brendo lobo. Brendo lobo. Lempando bale. Help me, O God. Help me, O God. Help me, O God. Father, we pray. Help us. Help us to always be prepared for your coming. Let us look earnestly to the coming of the Lord. That our lives, our decisions, our ways will always be guided by that. In the name of Jesus. Help us to work diligently to keep the faith. To keep our salvation. In the name of Jesus. We give you glory. We give you praise. In Jesus mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Oh, say a better amen. amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. Wonderful, you may be seated in the presence of God. Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083. 783-1605. God richly bless you.